Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. I'd like to revisit uh, self-managed superannuation, if I may, and and going back to some podcasts I, I just copy a couple of years ago, and I was saying to people that uh, whilst I think self-managed superannuation or self-managed super funds are great, uh, and I'll and I'll say straight up front, I've had one and I've had one for many many years. Whilst I think they're great, I th- I still think they do have a place in your investment strategy. Although what I what I also think is they shouldn't be the be all and end all for your your investment strategy. And the simple reason is is because back then, as I said back then in the, probably 2011 when I did these podcasts about self managed superannuation, you can actually go back and look at at them. And I think there was a six part series about mid 2011. If you just listen to this one, I did them. Uh, just scroll down the list of podcasts and you'll find them. But to me, the one thing that government uh, can't do. And that stop meddling in superannuation, whether it be managed or uh, managed superannuation with you know things like Australian super, those sorts of things, or whether it's self-managed superannuation. And the more money that goes into self-managed superannuation, the more the big industry who are losing tens and tens of millions of dollars um, to self-managed super funds. So all the big super funds, like your industry super funds that are out there, the statistics on those, and, and one day I might even give you those, but the statistics on those are the outflows of funds from those into self-managed super funds is staggering how many people are leaving those. So those big players aren't going to take this lightly or they're not sitting down lightly. So they're in the ears of the government to try and change things. One of the other things that we also need to be aware of with self-managed super funds is they're not regulated by APRA. And APRA is the Australian Prudential Rights um, Association, I think is the exact um, wording of it, and they they oversee the superannuation industry, but self-managed super funds don't come under APRA, and that's also another thing that the APRA in the government's ears, because they really want to be able to control superannuation in this industry, or in, in Australia. And the thing is, is there's $400 billion in self-managed super sector, and the investors are, they're being targeted by people like property spruikers and substandard advisors and companies setting up to advise on self-managed super fund or getting you to set up and and ASIC's looking at these and saying, well, what do we need to be able to do? Because, um, you know, it is such a big, 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 big industry now and people are going in there trying to, uh, I won't say rip people off on their their self-managed super funds, but what they're saying is a lot of the trustees don't really understand self-managed super funds, so therefore they're getting mixed up in things that maybe they shouldn't be or maybe they're not getting proper advice as opposed to if you have an industry fund that... uh, you know, you go to work, um, let's say you're in the newspaper industry, you'd be in Print Super, which is an industry fund. They pay 9% into that. And all you got to do is do you want a more active or more passive type of investment? And that's about all the decisions you have to make. Uh, and the rest is done by the super fund. Now, the thing is, is also small business people, small business people are, are really fuming about some of the changes that are happening through superannuation or self-managed super funds, because a lot of small business owners then tend to use their super funds maybe to buy a factory that they, they use then they rent the factory, their business rents the factory that their super fund owns um, or other commercial property and the taxing of commercial property because the government's coming out saying, well, now they're going to track tax or pay capital gains tax on property in your super fund uh, um, 
once the invest you know, normally once you go into retirement phase you're not paying any tax on your super fund and so now they're looking and saying well hang on we're going to tax this and they're also saying uh, they're, they're going to tax basically the rich people although that's what they're really talking about over the last few weeks is saying you know um, Bill Shorten came out and said the government will be making changes to superannuation system but these would only affect the highest income earners and what they're trying to do is the government can't fund its budget they, they've um, the um, resource rents tax is not doing really much for them. The the carbon tax, you know, is not doing much. They're not getting much revenue out of that, especially with the carbon price falling to to the floor in Europe um, in the past week. So they're not going to get there. They're going to have a huge budget shortfall. So they're going looking at well, where's all the money? All the money's in superannuation. So how do we get a bit of that? So now they're going to start trying to tax that. And once it all gets down to my original comment is that to me, self-managed super fund is, is to me, in my own personal situation, that will be my spending money when I retire because I'm building wealth outside of superannuation because one thing I know is the government won't stop changing superannuation and, and when when I theoretically or officially retire, uh, um, I'll know that the, the, the regulations and what I can do in super funds in my super fund will be totally different from what I can do now. So I keep my assets out of it. And yeah, sometimes you might be paying a little bit more tax from time to time because of the structure you're doing it. But taxing the, the in the so-called taxing the rich or the higher income earners is really just a, one of those things that the government's going to do it and then these people are going to go and do something else. And it's not really um, going to get the results that they actually want because while the, the, the advantage is there, the high income earners will use superannuation. If it's not, they'll use something else. And so they'll just find another system to do what they need to do to minimise their tax legally, and they'll do that. The interesting thing is that self-managed super fund advocates are out there warning the government to back off as it considers raiding the system to pay for its policy commitments. I mean, the interesting thing is that Australians have a $1.4 trillion in super self-managed super funds. That's huge. And as I said, the government really does want a piece of that. So you do-it-yourself retirees um, have more than um, 400 Sorry, the, the superannuation is $1.4 trillion um, for retirement. Self-managed super funds are the biggest with about $400 billion in assets. Sorry, I'm, I've got that quite wrong. Um, and the government is really going to try and target some of that money. So it'll be interesting to see what the May budget comes out with. And I'll make the May budget, I think, is due at the second Tuesday of May, which will be, I think, so around about the 14th of May. Um, the budget will come out. It's interesting to see whether they do some. But the interesting, interesting, as I said, the interesting thing to me is that people need to look after yourself because what I know is the government will keep changing the goalpost on you with your superannuation. So one, you need to understand self-managed super funds if you've got it. You need to understand how to be the trustee of that. But you also need to understand that whilst there is low tax and it's much better for somebody in a retirement phase or nearing retirement phase to have self-managed super funds because of the tax around that to me if you're more in the the accumulation phase or a younger person you're better out there getting into direct assets such as property and shares yourself in your own name maybe using things like family trust or other types of trust type structures um, and you can build up your your wealth that way um, you may choose to buy businesses or get into businesses and build wealth that way because at the end of the day as i said in in my own mind um, my self-managed super fund will you know whilst it'll be a reasonable amount in that in that self-managed super fund i'm not relying on that to retire on because as i said by the time i retire the government might say well you're only allowed to take a pension of this much and that's about it um, and so i'll leave my comments there and, and hopefully they've been interesting to you i mean i'm always interested to discuss superannuation and self-managed super funds because it is always in the news at the moment and so what i would suggest to people is it it, it does get quite complex super 
and the government, I don't know whether the government wants it to be that way or the tax department wants it to be that way, but even financial advisors are struggling with trying to cope with everything in the super fund industry and, and managing super and doing self-managed super funds. So if you're you know, a little bit overwhelmed, I, I can understand that. And I think the government really needs to simplify the system, make it a little bit easier and say, no, we're not going to change it. This is the way it's going to be. And you know, give us some sort of certainty. But while we don't have certainty, that's why I, uh, until I get certainty, then I'm not going to put large amounts into into my self-managed super funds. As a, that's, again, just my opinion and, and my own thoughts on it. Anyway, I'd rather go out and buy assets or growth assets such as property and shares directly in another structure. Anyway, I'll leave all that with you. Hopefully you've enjoyed this pod, uh, podcast or this um, version of Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Live. Have a great week. we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 Share Trade.